Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Our time this morning has been set apart to worship and to break bread. So I'm moving over to the breaking bread zone. That's what we're doing today. Our whole focus is about worshiping Jesus and then gathering together around the table. Earlier this week on uh, Facebook, I put a message up on the Parents of Hot Rock page on Facebook. Hot Rock is the children's ministry, so all of the preschool and junior school age children. Uh, Alex and Lisa Graves do a fantastic job with their team of looking after our children. Um, I put a message out and I did the same to the youth as well via Instagram with the help of Mike Shooter. And uh, I asked this question, I said, I want you to tell me or what for you describes breaking of bread in one word. If you had to sum up breaking bread in one word, what word would you use? And I was really blessed to have over 25 responses. Uh, Some of those words have have overlapped, but there's a bunch of words that I'd like us to consider together before we focus on one word in particular as we gather around the table. So the first word that came up, it was almost like as soon as I put it out there, this pinged up on Facebook from Elijah Longfield. And it was this word, goodness. And I thought, that's fantastic. That's a great word to describe what we're about to do. It it speaks of the goodness of God, but actually there isn't a more nutritious meal that we can eat together today than the meal of communion, than the Eucharist. It's powerful. You know, it's it's the ultimate superfood. It's way more powerful and, and significant than blueberries or avocado or green tea and kale. Praise God. We don't have to drink green tea and eat kale together today, but we can enjoy bread and wine and know this full of goodness for us. And it's a gift, Jenny Lynn. Thank you. You said it's a gift to us. And so that's where we start. We know that this meal will do us good and it's a gift to the church. It's a gift to God's people that will do us good. And then the next words that came through, forgiveness, sacrifice, passion and love. Annalise Vlaiku very quickly off the back of Elijah sent that word through forgiveness. Thank you, Annalise. And Eloise Kirby and Elijah Jones all focused on this word. It's about understanding that we are forgiven because of the work of Jesus. And that he performed, he carried out in his own life, in his own body, a great sacrifice for us. Jacob Fletcher, great word. Amelia Alton, you sent that word through. It's the sacrifice of God's son for us, for our sins. That speaks of God's passion. Annie Grace, thank you for passion. And and Isabel Smith and Yosef Shekel, you sent through this word, love. It speaks of God's love, his covenant love, his unfailing, amazing love that we've been singing about together already today. And then more words that came through. Remembrance, commemoration, gratitude, thanksgiving. Megan Walsh sent that word through remembrance. And Beth, uh, I think it was Beth, graves that's right sent the word through commemoration that we bring back we choose to bring back to mind to remember what Jesus has done that he lived that he died that he rose again that he's ascended and he's alive we've been singing it today and he's coming back in glory that's what we're remembering and commemorating together today and therefore we have hearts of gratitude Abbey Prince said that we should show gratitude Karis word gratitude and Tamsin uh, sorry Karis Wright and Tamsin Wright thanksgiving This is a point of giving thanks to the goodness of God in our lives. What are the words? Devotion and purity. 
Zoe Hodge sent that word devotion. This is God's devotion to us, but also it's important that as a church, we devote ourselves to this. It says in Acts 2, the church dedicated themselves to the breaking of bread. It's something that we're devoted to because God is devoted to us. And then James Kirby, thank you for this, this fantastic word, purity. You know, Paul writes to the church in Corinth, doesn't he? And he says, before you take this meal, examine yourselves. I was reminded of the, the psalm in Psalm 139. And it's this prayer of the psalmist. Verse 23 and 24, this is what he says. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Can we, just where you are right now, can I ask you to allow the Holy Spirit, that we all allow the Holy Spirit now to search us and to test us, our hearts, our thoughts, our mind, our attitudes, and say, Holy Spirit, point out anything in me that offends you. This is such a great opportunity to just make sure that the house is clean, that our lives are pure before God. And if there's anything that he highlights, we can quickly repent and he's faithful and just to forgive us. Isn't that wonderful? That we can respond and repent right now. If there's any issues that you know between you and your heavenly father, put it right. If there's any issues between you and your Christian brother and sister, put it right in your heart right now. Put it right in your mind right now. Do all that you can to put things right. And if later on that means a phone call or a conversation, then do that. But let's put things right before we break bread together. Thank you, Lord, that we can do that together today. And then he goes on to say this. After he says, point out anything in me that offends you, lead me along the path of everlasting life. The path of everlasting life. The next words describe this in even more detail. Breakthrough, freedom, healing and life. The life that we have in Jesus Christ. Megan Alton sent that word through, breakthrough. We can know breakthrough today as we take this meal. Nathaniel Graves said freedom. Denise Moyo and Jarrell Bassett, you talked about healing and used that word healing. And Ethan Batston, life. That this fullness of life that we can enjoy as we take this meal in the right way and in faith today. And the next words then speak of renewal and restoration. Josiah Graves, Matthew Pemberton, thank you. We can be renewed. He makes all things new. Today is a new day as we take this meal. can renew our thoughts and our minds and our hearts and no restoration, the restoration of all things. You know, the Morse family have sent through, even this morning in the chat, this sanctification. It's that purifying that takes place, putting us right with God because of what Jesus did for us on the cross. Thank you, Moses. And then the next words that came through, community and family. Isaac Jones sent through community and Vanessa Thorne and Martha Jones sent through family and, and this is getting to the heart really of where I want us to focus today this meal is for God's covenant community it's for his church it's for those who've put their faith in Jesus Christ and I'm so blessed to be part of this local church family I'm so glad to be joined with you and that you're joined with me in Christ that we're a family together we express that one in spirit one Lord one faith one baptism one spirit and it's all about him I mean, if you put Jesus as the answer, you're always going to be right. But thank you so much to Ethan Lynch. And it was uh, Joel uh, Smith who sent 
that Jesus, it's all about him. We're joined together, united in Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for what you've done. And really the one word that I want us to particularly focus on, all of those words are fantastic. They're all of preaching them of themselves. But there's one word that I believe is really significant for us today, not just as a church, but as in the whole world, this is needed more than ever. It's this word, unity. If ever the world needed unity and to see unity displayed in a way that honours God, it's today. These are the days. In Matthew 26, I think it's only the new living that renders these verses this way, but Jesus is during the Passover supper, he's eating with his disciples. They're in the upper room. This is the day before he's about to face the cross. And he says this in in Matthew 26, 26, New Living Translation, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread and blessed it. Then he broke it in pieces and he gave it to the disciples saying, take this and eat it for this is my body. And he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. And he gave it to them and said, each of you drink from it for this is my blood. Listen to this, which confirms the covenant between God and his people. It is poured out as a sacrifice to forgive the sins of many. Mark my words, I will not drink wine again until the day I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. But those words rang out to me as I reread this scripture that I've read many, many times. But it's this phrase in verse 28. This is my blood which confirms the covenant between who? Between God and his people. We're a covenant community. God has come for every man, every woman, every child. It says in, in Revelation, every tribe, every tongue, every nation will give glory to God. God is calling a people together to be united in Christ, not defined by anything other than our need for him and our faith in him. And then it doesn't matter. The colour of our skin doesn't matter. Our social status doesn't matter. Our education doesn't matter. Our age doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if we're male or female. We are united in Christ. God loves the whole world. Jesus is the cosmopolitan saviour who came for every nation. God so loved the world. There's no place for racism in the kingdom of God. And when the kingdom of God comes in fullness, racism flees. It's dealt with because we know that together we're united in Christ Jesus. Now, I'm so blessed to be part of a church, even here in the Midlands. And I know we've got Christian and brothers and sisters uh, who are watching over in Kenya. So Jambo, Buenos Efiwe, Opak Nyesu. It's great to be joined by our brothers and sisters in Kenya. But I was even thinking about our local church here in the Midlands. And I was reflecting on, on, on who is part of this family. And we're not a massive church, but, but as I thought about us as a church, a growing church, I thought, actually, you know what? Every continent on this planet is represented in Living Rock Church here in the UK, apart from Antarctica. If you count that as a continent, then fair enough. Unless there's somebody in a station out there on the south, southern pole. But we have in our church family people from South America and North America, from Africa, from Asia, from Australasia, and from Europe. And we have people in our church family from every decade from north all the way through to 90s. And I just love that prophetic declaration that we are one in Christ, one covenant community united in him. So I'd love for you to get ready with your bread and wine right now. I have some. Here's some I prepared earlier. We all have our own individual uh, wine and, and bread today just because we have to be sensible and wise. But 
We're together in spirit right now. So everybody's got a glass, everybody's got a piece of bread. I'm going to take some bread. If I could ask you to take some bread and hold it. I just want to read this in verse 26 again. It says, as they were eating, Jesus took some bread. I trust you've done that, taken some bread. As a believer, this is a meal for believers. And he blessed it. So where we are right now, we're going to bless this bread. This is a means of grace to us. There's power in this meal. It's not just symbolic. Lord, we bless this bread. We thank you, Jesus. Your body was broken so that we could be united. And as we take this bread now, pray that it will do us good, that we'll know renewal and restoration, that we'll know power and we'll know a unity and a love for one another like never before, Jesus. That we'll love one another as you and the Father love one another. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So take this and eat it, for this is my body. We're discerning the body of Christ, recognizing our love and our need for one another. And then it says this. He took a cup. He took a cup of wine and he gave thanks to God for it. Can I ask you where you are to hold up the cup that you have at home? Let's give thanks for his blood. Thank you, Jesus, that you shed your blood for us. That as your blood flowed, it flowed to cover our sins and it flowed to impart into every person that puts their faith and trust in you life because life is in the blood. And as we take this cup right now, we thank you for the provision of blessing and power of breakthrough, of freedom, of healing, of life that we can appropriate to ourselves. We can take into our own bodies right now. Thank you, Jesus. Be blessed. I'm going to finish this. This is juiced today, but I'm going to finish this off because there's, there's fullness in this. Just bless one another. And if you're not with somebody, just speak blessing over your church family right now. Just allow the Holy Spirit to bring different people to your mind and just bless them. If you're with somebody, just put your hand on them and bless them. I say, be blessed in the name of Jesus. We're going to close with a song that declares and speaks the power and the authority of the name of Jesus over our own lives, over our homes and our families and our households, over our villages and towns and communities and cities, over our nation. It's a song that we introduced a few weeks ago. It's called, I Speak Jesus. And let's just declare these powerful words together. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.